So as Dagny is slowly looking over this and initially he has a very wide grin on his face and he's as he traces things he's like ah yeah that's so that yeah wait was what was hans hans yeah move move that schmiggelschnorch there yeah yeah no 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 that that schmiggelschnorch right and as as he asks his unseen servant hans to like move things and as he's seeing that these different body parts are in places where they shouldn't be and then also and then like as as the the wheels in his mind are turning and um uh he's starting to figure out that you know like you said the lungs pumped blood and the heart like aerated the 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 bloodstream like his smile starts to like starts to disappear and he's just and he's he starts to crinkle his nose and get this just annoyed look on his face. He's Shaisa. How how have they how have they been able to to concoct this? This is I've a I, this work. I'm a, and he's just he's he's just he's not. So understand that he's not mad that they did this. He's just mad that he didn't think of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why, why, why did I never think of having the lung to pump the blood? But the, the lung, it, it, is, it is a muscle like everything else. Yeah, it should be able to pump it. I have not. And how do they? But how do they, the neural synapses, how do they have that? And he's just now like in full, like, you know, and he's like, Hans, yeah, it's dying, good, and you know, and just telling him, speaking to him in in German, and 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 now he's yeah, he's like in total like investigation mode. Uh, so as you're saying this, and 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 um, do you see someone come out of one of the doorways? Actually, the same doorway that you came in, uh, with a whole bunch of like supplies and such, and you hear him go, go, okay, sir, I got what. You asked for, and he puts everything down on the counter there, um, and he turns around and goes, anything else you need? Yeah, so as he, as he turns around, Dagny just freezes, and his head, you, you, it's like in the background, you hear, the, the, you hear glass shatter, and his head slowly turns to look at the individual, and as his head slowly turns, that's that, there's that theremin sound, like... And Dagny has, again, is back to his typical, like, ear-to-ear grin. And he's like, and, and he looks at the individual, he's like, I see you have been the busy bee, y'all. Uh, this person looks at you and lets out a scream of bloody murder and bolts into the back you recognize who this is uh that was just Balak <laughs> which, still which... with his fingers bandaged up from <laughs> from the uh, uh from your little uh time with him 
So, so oh, that poor man. Talk. So Vaisal, like, as as he was walking in, and and this all happens, Vaisal, Vaisal's the first to notice. Uh, Gallic was his name. Balak. Balak was the it was the first to notice Balak walking in, right? And uh, as he watches Balak, he just Vaisal just starts. Right, and as as Balak runs out, Dagny just kind of blinks and is like, "Vaisal, that that nice man that we had to watch when we were down in that that library catacomb." And Dagny will look down at Vaisal, and Vaisal will will look up at Dagny, uh, and telepathically, Vaisal will will say to Dagny, "Yes, his blood was delectable." But the whole time, Vaisal looking as cute as a as a little button. So, um, after a little bit of Balak running into the back, out comes Jay with, um, with his arm out with an Eldritch cannon on the front of it, ready. Like, who's there? And he looks at you and goes, "Oh, oh, hey, Dagny." Good to see you again, buddy. Ah, uh, yeah, Frunje. It is it's good to see thee. Yeah, it is good to see you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. W- would you please, w- would you, shall we discuss what, what's, what is happening at the, on this table? It is quite the achievement I am oh. seeing. Oh, yes. Uh, give me one moment. Yep. And he runs into the back. He's like, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. It's just, it's just Dagny. Um, and at the mention of your name, uh, you hear Balak let out another shriek. And he's like, It's okay. She's one of us. You're one of us now. You'll be fine. Okay, okay, okay. You can stay back here. You don't need to talk to him. But you're going to eventually have to, okay? Okay. And Jay, along with Patrick, also come out from the back. Uh, they car- they're carrying, like, uh, this one case with-, with one of them. Patrick has one of the cases with them. And they walk up to the gazers and goes, Ah, so you took a look at what, uh, <laughs> what we were able to find, too, huh? Yeah, the construction is quite impressive. Yeah, I, I, I did notice that the scaling here, if, if, if I may, that the scaling here does identify one gazer from, from another one, much like the fingerprint makes each of us individual. Yeah, however, if, if, the, if you have not seen how the organs inside are all intermixed into being used and spliced to be not what they seem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this was probably one of the the rejected experiments that that cult was doing much Re- much like Re- reject Re- I I scoff and I scoff again. Yeah. Scoff. <laughs> that is a third scoff. Do you not see the perfection in, 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 in how they have made these body parts to do what they are not supposed to do, but they do what they do, which they are not supposed to do? Yeah, I don't get it either. 
but it's it, the, it's odd for sure. But it, the ability it, to re, to rewire the nervous system, to have the neural synapses, to to be able to have these organs rerouted the way they are, is just fantastic. You may to which look to which Dagny again like looks at the at the gazer and is just like. He he's smiling, but then he like his face turns like mad again because he didn't think of it. Uh, Patrick mentions, take a closer look, and as since you already have that net twenty, I'm not gonna make you roll again. But um, you take a look a- around, and as like using microscopes and and ever however, you notice. This thing doesn't have a central nervous system. It's been powered by pure magic. So Dagny. <laughs> so yeah. So so Dagny's face as 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 he's being shown this, and as he has Hans, the unseen uh, servant, moving things around because Dagny doesn't move things around. Hans moves things moves the things around. Um. His yeah, Dagny's face just like turns more sour and sour because he's just like, how 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 have they channeled the magic to do this 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 is? Well, here's one thing we found. Yeah, and please. Yeah, tell tell me what you have found. Yeah, he takes out tweezers and pulls back a couple of the organs. And pulls out what looks to be a red dragon scale. And he goes, this was in each of them. Some of them had a couple. This one only had this one, so we kept it in place. But apparently this had enough residual arcana in it to essentially power them. And as you take a closer look at the scale... It looks like the same scale as those cultists had on their face. So Dagny will 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 interlock his fing- his fingers together, but he'll have two fingers up, and he'll slowly bring them up to his lips, and will look will will look and and do we think that perhaps that is a scale of Gaeth? Uh no. Oh, only because, well, Gareth doesn't exist. It's legend. It's lore. It's it's an ancient dragon being. It's it's not one of the dragons that came back. This is just a dragon scale that was manufactured. Manufactured, you say? Mm-hmm. And how was this? How how was this dragon scale manufactured? Yeah, um, Jay kind of pipes up at this point while he's fussing around in in his uh, case. He goes, "Some bullshit. That's what it is." <laughs> Sons of oh yeah, please, yeah, please, please, please explain this bullshit as you you say. Yeah, uh, these people have been pretty much. Uh, treating anything 
that is red dragon, any sort of relation to a red dragon, as something of Gyrus. Uh, they, they have been trying to... They call the ancient red dragon, red dragon that came a false prophet. They... Any sort of uh, creature that has any sort of red draconic piece of them... And they see them as worthy and will take them and essentially farm their scales because they feel like everything that is red dragon has a red dragon scale on it is related to Kyrath and every single scale will bring them closer to summoning him. And how do they channel that power into the scale? Yeah. If the scale has no relation. That's what we're still trying to figure out. Patrick speaks up. Uh, we don't know. We have, a, we have a few of the scales, and we've been trying to figure out a way to charge them up or uh, have them almost like a battery. But we haven't been able to. I, I think... I don't know. Maybe if we talk to Alex... If we can, if, if he's willing to work with us, then maybe he's seen these. Maybe he's seen what they've been able to do. Um, but who knows? He was a prisoner. And yeah. that experiment yeah. done on him. He yeah. came out with no scales, so. Yeah, yeah. What it is important to note, to which mm -hmm. Dagny puts his, his hands uh, behind his, his back again, that... Uh, when we were there, there was the mention of certain sacrifices and the evidence of certain sacrifices that were made. So, perhaps that is another way of imbuing the scales with the power, yeah? Have we you thought see, of that? You see Patrick's face kind of... Uh, has this look on him of disapproval. Um, uh, uh, Patrick is a blood hunter. And so he's very familiar with sacrifices and things of that nature that have been done. And that is a bridge that he refuses to cross. And so he says, if that's how they're doing it, then they're going to be a lot more than... They might be more of a problem than we thought. There's no way we are going... There's no way I am going to participate in attempting to charge these. If you want to, go ahead, but I won't be any part of it. But if that is how they are doing it, I'm coming on the next mission. Well, my friend, I am, I am not suggesting that we take the freshmen fresh off the campus and won't... Slap, slap them on a table and, and, and bleed them dry. Nine, nine. That is not what, what I am saying. Yeah, However... They get, enough, they get enough of that due to the frat parties anyway. Yeah. Yeah. However, so, if we eliminate the obvious, we are left with the unobvious. And this unobvious is us. We should look. Yeah. Yes. But right now, we can assume. 
that that is what, how they're doing it. I'd say let's before we try anything like that, let's talk to Alex. See if he knows anything. And from there, yeah. we can we can decide. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I agree, mind Frun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and so you hear, um, you also hear Jejo. Ah, there they are. And he pulls out a few things from, whoops, let me unclick. There we go. Um, he pulls out three balls out of the uh, case. And as you look at them, they are crystallized. And you take a closer look as you look at them. They're eyes. And so he gives you he, he take he takes a look at it and goes goes, we were able to salvage these three out of them. And it looks like they might be something useful to y'all. So um Dagny, I would like you to roll a D4 three times and tell me what you get. Okie dokie. We can do that. Oh my god. <laughs> Shiza. <laughs> Hang on, I got an, I got another D4 around here somewhere. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Three. Three. Okay. Yep, just two more times. <laughs> Oh, five, t- uh, five times? Oh, no, no, no. Three times. I only heard the one. Oh, no. Like, I rolled three ones. Oh, you rolled three ones? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, three my ones. God. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, yep. So, so. Uh, that's, that's how I roll, friends. That's how I roll. So, um, what? Uh, <laughs> the three eyes look exactly the same. And Jay describes them as, well, we are only able to to get this particular eye off of each of them, unfortunately. Um, they seem to be very temperamental when you try to harvest them. But uh, we are at least we're able to get the uh, dazing eyes uh, from them. So I put in your inventory. I'll put it in your uh, D&D Beyond sheet as well. Um, you basically have a crystal eye that acts as the gazer's dazing eye. Um, and it can basically shoot a ray up to 60 feet. The targeted creature must succeed on a DC 12 wisdom saving throw or be charmed until your next turn. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, and this is a, uh, let me see here. Uh, there's something else I need to say with this. Uh, and you can use it, you can only use it once daily. Okay. Yeah, but you got, got three it. of them. So you have three eyes. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, congratulations. All right. Able to get. How, um, 
So uh, Dagny will 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 pick one of will pick one of them up and we'll kind of start to investigate it. Um, actually, he doesn't pick it up. He has Hans. He tells Hans telepathically to pick up one of the the gazer eyes and bring it to him, and then move it around so he can investigate it. Uh, what he's trying to do is figure out how it activates. Uh, you notice that there is like at the right in the back of the uh eye there appears to be a um a slot for your finger and it's like a little a small button almost um but not it kind of just feels like a bulbous part of it um you notice that that is right of where like the the nerves go into the eye you're basically pressing down on the nerves. <laughs> okay, how how big is the is the hole to like is it like a bowling ball type situation or is it It's like it's not like a, it's like uh just one thumb. That's one thumb? Okay. Yeah. So, um so Dagny is going it, while while whilst he's looking over the thing, uh, he's going to be like Hans, yeah. Put your f- put your finger right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And press that. Yeah. No. As if it was a nerve. Yeah. Yeah. Press it. And he's he's gonna have Hans to activate it to st- and see if it if it works. Please hold. Please hold. Your call is very important to us. <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to set it off. <laughs> Alright. That's what we're going to do. So, uh... He goes ahead and presses the button. And, uh, um, you see the beam of light shoot out of the eye. Mm-hmm. And you follow the beam as it goes towards, uh, the back area, where mm-hmm. you notice that, ba- that Balak decided to peek his head out to take a look at what's going. <laughs> and uh, as it's about to hit him, he goes, ah! and is able to dodge right out of the way of it. Before it hits him. I would say that is a successful test run. Yeah. Very good. Hans. Put the other one on your other hand. And put the other one on your head. If we are done here. I am going to return to my room. Yeah. (laughs) So Hans is just walking around like a gazer. (laughs) There's, There's three gazer. There's three floating gazer eyes. His new name is Hans Gazer. Hans Gazer. God damn it. Hey, Dagny. Yeah. Uh, give yourself a point of inspiration. Yeah. I can do that. I can do that. Thank you. Thank you. You Writing can this down for that. potential episode title <laughs> name. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, that was, that is fantastic. And as you walk out, Jay and Patrick just look at each other and just like, yeah, that's a that 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 that's a strange one. 
Huh. Also, just so to know, uh, he's still technically a cultist. He'll change out of being a cultist-type character. But cultists do have advantage of, uh, of getting uh, charmed. Yes. Against getting mm-hmm. charmed, so... <laughs> Um, out of curiosity, uh, the, the body parts that, um, as, as Dagny's leaving the room, now his mind is like, right? The body parts that he salvaged from the dead cultists, did any of those have any scales on them? Uh, roll, uh, you know what? I'm going to say, you know. Um, and the answer is, uh, no. Okay. The, the two main cultists, the, the boss ones that you fought, they did. Um, Uh they had a couple on their, they had a few on their face. But other than that, all the regular, like, uh, grunt cultists, like Balak, Uh they did not have any on them. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was... <laughs> See, this is why I love doing these moments. Um, I'm going to say let's take a quick break um, for like bio break, water break, uh, and such like that. Me ordering my groceries real quick break. <laughs> and we'll come back uh, in about, uh, let's say, 10 minutes. So good. 9.55 my time. Uh, let's come back and we'll continue. Cool. Alrighty. So, Mikey. Yes. What's going on with, with what's, what's, go, what's going on with season two? Uh, <laughs> well, what specifically would you like to know? Well, um, I have been um slowly and s- more, more and more the siren call of uh of of riffs has been calling to me and and i picked up the the rule book again and i was reading it and um um and i know that you you were talking about how you know you uh uh um you're trying to balance you know doing all this to doing all this and and your and your work life and all um so i was maybe uh i was thinking maybe for season 2 um instead of you doing another game um you know uh i can uh, I can do riffs and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll edit it all and all that. And then you can put it up on the vibe tribe. Well, first and foremost, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but you let me put it this way, because I'm already working on the basic skeleton for how I want season two to go, which includes me reducing the number of games I run. For season two. Right. And. I don't mind editing because it doesn't take that much to do for me, honestly, because now that I got in the hang of it, I don't mind editing it. I feel like the trade off is, is if you're going to run the game, 
But then again, I'm contradicting myself here because I edit and I run games, but that's besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) What I will say is, is that with season two, I've for sure just up front, we're nowhere even close to beginning that, quite frankly, if I'm being completely honest. At least not yet. My goal, and I know this is going to sound horrible and it's like long ways away, but I'm going to reassess to see where we're at probably by October, November to see where the current projects are at. My goal is my goal is to try to at least get close to probably getting into the last section Well, no, realistically, these games will probably be going on, but I'm hoping by the end of this year with the plan in place, we can bring on more people as far as the editing jobs and start filling out the things that we need. But to answer your question, no, I haven't forgotten about it. If you want to run a game, by all means, you are more than welcome to, especially in here. But I... When we get closer to launching, quote unquote, season two, for those who are going to be running games, we're all going to sit down. We're going to go over expectations, uh, things that we need to go over and kind of the rules and quote unquote, the contract. And I put that in very loose terms. More of a verbal agreement saying that if you choose to run a game, Unless like I understand if life gets in the way and you got to like step away for a little bit, be like, I totally get that. But there's a responsibility that comes if you're going to run a game. It's only fair to you and it's only fair to the players to try to be as consistent. It's the only real thing I ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's long. That's a conversation long down the road. (laughs) Would just because so. The thing with riffs, it's it's not that it's. It's not the that the rule set's super different than D and D, which is just just the game that er, uh, everyone is playing or everyone knows how to play. Um, it, but there are some nuances to it that would that would take a so that that is going to cause a little bit of a learning curve for the game. Um, so, um, a, would I, would I be able to put up the, a synopsis for, for riffs and just kind of start getting the, a general feel to see if anyone wants to, wants to play? Hmm. You know, here's what I'll do. So, cause I already did this for two other people that wanted to run. I'll create a little channel for you and kind of give you access to be able to do things like add things if you want get it all set up write a little synopsis if you wish i would wait to wait to see for interest until we get closer to that kind of like okay i think we're ready to start recruiting for season two and all that good stuff got it you know what you don't even you don't even have to make a uh, make you don't even have to make anything for me because i have the nerdy put a recast uh channels there that i can just i can put it in if that's what you want to do then cool i was just thinking it makes it more the organization easier to keep like 
that for the strictly for the nerdy port the recast but if you want a little text channel for that then i'll i'll be more than happy to do that okay um mm -hmm. yeah let me does let this me mean i'm gonna be in a bunch more games uh <laughs> i'm like 95 percent sure probably but we'll have that's only 95 percent <laughs> that's a Again, that's a long ways down the road, so we're gonna we'll we'll have that conversation when we get there. Yeah. Oh, I know. I I, I just wanted to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are seven days in the week. So. Oh God. <laughs> um. And if you do need, I'll volunteer. If you do, you mentioned editing. I'll, I'll throw my hat in for that one. If you. Need. <laughs> You guys are too good to me. <laughs> well, I'll, I mean, I'll be 100% honest. I I love editing, and I love that, that whole creative process. It was just with my work schedule that I had previously, and with my son, um, I, like, I had zero spoons left. That's why I haven't touched Episode 5, because Episode 5 of the, of the recast is is actually is recorded i was just like halfway through editing it editing it and i just had zero spoons but now with my new work schedule because i work from home <laughs> uh, i'm uh you know i'm i am now i now have spoons again especially for all my creative things so that's that yeah Again, uh, I appreciate that all. I definitely will not be against it <laughs> for all the help, but I think that'll be a conversation that we can have once we get closer to it. But no, for sure, I will definitely keep you guys in mind when we start to take this thing to the next level. <laughs> Translation. Mikey's getting ready to go on vacation and don't want to think about any of this stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I mean, I'll be thinking about it a little bit because this is this is a big endeavor. But yeah, on vacation part. Once I come back for vacation, then well, I already have a plan in place, but I'm meeting with the quote unquote executives when I come back from vacation. So I think once we have that in place after that meeting, then I think I will know more for sure where we're going with everything. Mm -hmm. Oh. All right. Uh, one more thing I forgot to point out, Dagny. Uh, uh, Adolfo about those. That's me. Eyes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they and actually, this is for everyone because you have three of them. You can choose to keep them all for yourself or give them out to people. They can also be used as arcane focus, as an arcane focus. So if someone wants to use one of them as an arcane focus, uh, for for uh. For spells, they're allowed to. How and how big are mm -hmm. they? Uh, they're small. They're like a, a small orb. They're like tennis ball size. Yeah, I'd say about tennis ball size. If not a, a little smaller, maybe. 
than a pickleball I, size. I still, I'm still chuckling at my unseen like servant. I'm still <laughs> chuckling at my unseen servant with two on each hand and one on his head. He's just floating around. <laughs> Everyone's gonna see these things floating. They're like, "What the? What the fuck?" It's gonna freak some people out. <laughs> oh lordy! All right. I swear, I'm dead set on on the unseen servant now being named Hans Gazer. <laughs> Done. Hey, hey, oh hey, my goodness. Hey, Riku. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I just hear done. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. I'm going to need to run. Um, okay. No, that's fine. I've been, I've been getting up super, super early. Yeah. No, no worries. Uh, look forward to jumping in uh, next time. Um, I know that you kind of got things set up, but if, I mean, I still want to do my thing with uh, um, Sudfin next time yeah. if possible. So. Yeah, we'll figure that out uh, for next time. All right, sounds good. Uh, catch up with y'all soon, all right? All right. Bye. Later. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. Uh, how are folks feeling about continuing? Or up to y'all? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'd like to keep going. I don't have a hat in this ring because I'm on vacation, so that doesn't apply. (laughs) (laughs) Though, though I want to say yes, I know that my son is going to be waking up at five in the morning and coming into my room and waking me up. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't. um, Yeah, if if you feel like you need to go or want to go, that's fine. Um, we can finish off with whoever we have, and then we can save the rest of the items for, uh, next time, and go straight into the next chapter. Okay, Uh, yeah, let me... We could just make sure, Mikey, we take care of yours tonight. Yeah, that's the only caveat, is because I won't be here next session. (laughs) Which, which, for you, we just need Josh, Shiro, and Sutfin. We get magical tattoos, boys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And All right. Then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Then, then I will. I am going to dip as well. All right. So I will see what we're playing. We're not playing next week. We're playing the week after. Or we play next week. The week after. The week after, because I'm like week y'all can night. y'all can y'all can play something next week. I won't be here, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. righty. So I will see y'all in two weeks. Night. Right, have a good one. Night, man. All right. Well, All right. let's dive right back into it. Let's do it. All right. So, oh, next Chris, thing. did you get that picture that I sent you? Uh, oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, the next thing I have here, um, uh, you know what? I'm going to say that this occurs. Um, at the dining table, um, Ramon, you are hanging out at the dining table, having some lunch, um, and Thorkmir, you arrive to the dining area with your lunch to hang out. Um. Alrighty, let me get my characters. Computer, I said, let me get my character set up. There we go. So yeah, you two, uh, you two are hanging out in the dining room. I know, uh, Thorgmir, you had uh, something you wanted 
to talk about. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my person over there. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get used to this. I don't know if my computer's just not working or if it's lagging, but okay. Don't feel bad. I've got some I got some crazy lag going on myself for whatever reason. Oh, also, I wanted to ask, uh, is there a way to rotate the uh, player icons there? Or are they just static in that spot? What? You're doing this? What is this magic? <coughs> but, uh, I'm sorry, I'm so <laughs> getting so involved in uh, trying to don't worry about some it. Some of this stuff taken care of. I forgot that we were uh, we were going. <laughs> it's okay. We're in the same room, so don't worry. I'll edit this part out. So at this point, Ramon is probably eating a smamich. A smamich. <laughs> a smamich. Okay, let's see if I can. So he's kind Ooh. of. Ju- I think he's eating a sandwich in one hand, and he's kind of reading. He's perusing through a magazine in the other, kind of looking at the current fashion trends that are going on with the summer season. <laughs> Sounds like Ramon. And so <laughs> I think once he hears you kind of come in Thormir, he, he kind of just looks up with his uh, glasses on. It's like, ah, Thormir uh, kind of closes the magazine. Uh, have a seat. Let's enjoy some lunch together. Okay. And I just kind of pull out the seat and, I've also got a sandwich, but it's just literally, it's just like bologna and cheese. Something very, very simple. But, um, and also Leonidas is over there in the corner, just chewing down on some kibble. But, uh, anyways, uh, Ramon, I, I don't want to sound like I'm rushing. So, uh, so if it sounds like I'm getting impatient, please forgive me, but. I just wanted to know where uh, where you are with that uh that special order I wanted uh I wanted made. Oh. Well, uh you mean this and Ramon kind of just pulls from behind the chair <laughs> the order and kind of put it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clear out the table a little bit. But, <clears throat> but uh uh that's a load off my mind that you got that made up. I really appreciate that. Um, what uh, what do I owe you? Oh, well, after considering all the costs, considering all the fabric made, and considering the uh, expediency of the said job, that will come out to nothing. You don't owe me a single nothing. thing, Thornmere. Are are you sure? Oh, of course. This isn't the first time I've made something like this, and I've gotten very good of using leftover scraps of fabric to fashion something that's pretty decent, I I might add. (laughs) I think it looks great. Why, thank you. But of course... No, Leo, you can't have my sandwich. (laughs) I mean, we're, we're... I think we're on a good enough basis, Thormir. I don't mind doing stuff, especially for my compatriots. Again, I really appreciate this. 
course. Any, I know this is going to make time. my mother very happy. I hope so, too. Oh, there is one thing I wanted to show you about this. And Ramon kind of just there's a little kind of like. Velcro square on the back of this thing. And as he kind of undoes it, he turns it to a youth or mirrors and says, now there is a special little feature that I put in this thing. And you see kind of like an orange button on the back of it. I've added something special. So before you send it out, if you hold this orange button, you can record a message that when your mother play pushes it, your voice will come out of it. So. Mikey to build a bear barbarian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> build a bear barbarian. Build a bear barbarian is my title, and I will take it with honor. <laughs> but no, if you wish to leave him before you send it out, if you wish to record a message for your mother, you may do so. All you need to do is just hold the button, speak into it, and then when you're done, release it, and it will save into there. Okay, I will. I will definitely do that. But uh, for right now, I think uh, I'll just take it to my room and think of uh, what kind of message I want to leave on it. It's got to mean something because it's not every day you turn 700 years old. Of course. You got to make it special, which I don't think you'll have a problem doing so. <laughs> awesome. You know what? For, uh, for flavor, I'm going to turn around and look towards uh, Leonidas and be like, buddy, can you take this back to the room? And he's going to kind of walk over. And I just have the bear kind of like lying, uh, <laughs> almost like saddlebags over him. And he's just going to carefully walk back to the back to the room. Aww. That's cute. Which it's a, it's a good sized bear, but Leonidas is a big boy, so I think he can handle it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So from there, uh, um, Ramon, you realize uh, it's time to go up and see Edgar. So you go ahead and you grab Shiro and you head to his room. <laughs> Just for a fun transition, I feel like Ramon looks at the clock. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, uh, I'm late for the next thing. Uh, I'll see you later, Thormir, and kind of just quickly shoves the sandwich into his mouth and starts running. I think also along the way, he kind of grabs Alex, be like, it's time to go get our tattoos done. Come with me and just kind of yanks him with him as he's running to Edgar's room. I hear oh tattoos. <laughs> I hear tattoos and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> as you as you're just sitting there trying to finish your sandwich be like i'll tell you about it later i promise <laughs> <laughs> hey because i'm always down to uh get a tattoo here <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so i i feel like we me and alex find ourselves ramon and alex find themselves in front of edgar's door and it's just like well do you want to knock or should i i mean He'll eventually open the door, right? Maybe. Do we really have to knock? <laughs> Morning, guys. <I> mean, <laughs> as you just open it, you'd be like, you were loud. I heard you. You'd be like, yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> ah, Edgar, uh, 
perfect person that we wanted to see. We were wondering if you could help us with something. I'll try. No, cool. I'll make something up. That works for me just as no. much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, may we come in? Sure, come on in. Cool. Make stuff so, comfortable. What's what's uh, what's on your mind? Well, we wanted to come to you and ask you if you can help us identify these. And Ramon takes out the tattoo needles for, uh, that we recovered from that fight at the bottom of the lair. We were wondering if you can help us identify these. And depending on what they are, if you could potentially help us figure out how to use them? Question mark. Yes. Those are those are shiny. I know, uh, right? One they, of them, one of them is shiny. The other looks very like. So one is like blood red. That one's shiny. The other looks inky black. Like it almost doesn't look real. It looks like he's holding a stick stick of ink. <laughs> Anti-shiny. <laughs> you know, those those actually look a lot like uh ones that I got earlier when we first got here. Um if I'm if I'm correct in my thinking, I think it's a uh it's like it's a spell rock tattoo. <sighs> Does oh, would Ramon have any idea what that is? <laughs> um uh... Go ahead and roll Arcana for me. Um, Carney. Uh, and actually, uh, Edgar, you roll Arcana for me, too. And Chiro, if you want to roll Arcana as well. <laughs> it's a nat one. I don't know. Shit. They're needles. They're colorful needles. Yep. <laughs> I got a 17. You got a 17? All right. Um... You let's see here. Oh shit. Hey. Nineteen. Okay. Nice. Okay. So, um, Ramon, you uh let's see. I'm trying to find my guide of how, how I'm using this. Um so, uh, Ramon, you you know what a spell rot tattoo is. Um, okay. So you know that there are uh, tattoos um, that hold a specific spell in them, um, and you can use to actually expend that spell uh, when you like. Um, Edgar, after you mentioned that it looks like one of the spell rot tattoos, you uh, needles, you actually realize that it's not spell rot. Um, you do. I you on a twenty four. You are able to identify um what it is. Uh, but you're not necessarily. You don't necessarily know. Well, since you have the other needles, you know how to like attune how someone attunes to it and such like that. Puts it on their body, but you don't know like how many charges it has such like that um the blood red one um is called the blood fury tattoo 
Um, this uh, tattoo has... Um, you actually don't know how many charges it has, um, so I will hide that. Until you use it. <laughs> um, but you do know it that it does recharge. So it's not like you use it and it's over with. Um, while the tattoo is on your skin, you gain the following benefits. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend a charge to deal an extra 4d6 necrotic damage to the target. And you regain, you regain a number of hit points equal to the necrotic and, uh, damage dealt. Additionally, when a creature you see damages you, you can expend a charge and use your reaction to make a melee attack against that creature with advantage on your attack roll. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you don't know how many uh, uh, charges it has um, to start with. So, yeah. Uh, the other one you identify as the Coiling Grasp Tattoo. Um, this doesn't have any charges on it. You actually, it just, it just works when you want it to work. <laughs> um, for, uh, as an action, um, the tattoo will extrude these inky tendrils, uh, which reach, um, for a creature you can see within 15 feet of you. The creature must succeed on a DC 14 strength saving throw or take 3d6 force damage and be grappled by you. As an action, the creature can escape the grapple by succeeding on a DC 14 strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Uh, the grapple also ends if you just, you know, halt it. Free action, you could just say, okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, or if the creature is ever more than 15 feet away from you, or if you use the tattoo on a different creature. So you can only use it on one creature at a time. But that's what you identify both of those tattoos as. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty cool stuff. You guys picked up some cool stuff. You're telling me about it. <laughs> I love to hear it. <laughs> So the question becomes, do you do you want it attuned? Which means, do you want a tattoo? <laughs> yeah, remote's just you just see a ginormous smile plaster on this six two mountain of a man. <laughs> and then kind of just looks at both of you. He pulls out some pieces of paper. It's like, all right, boys, if nobody's got anywhere to go anytime soon, let's design these suckers. <laughs> yeah. No, sounds like a good idea to me. All right. Oh, and then Edgar, you're probably going to need to help us because somebody's got to hold the still. <laughs> I'll trace right. it. You you give us the tattoo, Edgar. <laughs> so, um, so what you notice with the um, needle is that, um, uh, and Edgar, I'm going to say that you you just uh, happen to 
notice from research. Actually, you notice from your own um, uh, spell rock tattoos that you can actually, dr when you draw out your tattoo design, you'll actually draw it with the needle onto whatever paper. And when you go to put it on your skin, all you need to do is touch it to yourself. And the needle kind of just goes into your skin and forms the tattoo magically on you, based on what you drew. So no skill involved. <laughs> Sick. It's a press-on tattoo, is what you're saying. It's a, it's a press-on tattoo. <laughs> we need yes. to it in warm water first? Y yes. <laughs> Lick in the, the back of the paper. Oh my god. Press it to your skin for like 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, that is fantastic. I love it. Awesome. Alright. I feel like for the sake of it, I think like the three of them the three of them <laughs> figure out some designs after going some back and forth, come up with stuff, and then with Edgar helping them kind of put it on to be like I will I will say that Ramon gets his done and kind of puts it on his uh, right hand. So kind of on the front of it. OK, like I have a hand tattoo now. This is amazing. OK, <laughs> um, so you go ahead and you put it on your hand. Um, given the rarity of your tattoo. Well, which one did you do? The blood, you did the blood for you or did you do the coiling grasp? Coiling grasp. Alex has the other one. Gotcha. So the coil and grasp, uh, let me just take a look at it real quick. Because the size of the tattoo also depends on its rarity. So that's something to note. Uh, where is... There you are. Uh, so for the coil and grasp tattoo... There it is. So, so you press the needle to your hand, and you see the design come up your hand, and start to slowly start traveling down your wrist and about halfway down your arm so like around there it, it like covers back your hand to there sick <laughs> uh so shiro uh alex where do you put your tattoo i think mine's gonna be on the uh the upper portion of my right arm we'll the see how far yeah, we'll see how far that goes. So, so you're you're putting it like right here, like mm. yeah. Okay, okay. Give me one moment. I gotta look this up because we're about to just have a sleeve. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh I'm I post, mean, I'm gonna post the design for Alex in the chat real quick. <laughs> oh God, tattoo. Let's take a look here. Uh, so. <laughs> so the tattoo you put it into your arm and you see that yes you do get a sleeve from it <laughs> it also starts covering your right breast as well so like half your chest as well awesome uh that's what you get for for putting on a legendary tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mikey, yours was just uncommon. <laughs> hey, I will take it. That is totally <laughs> fine with me. Just to explain why one of you got something big and why 
the other didn't. Makes sense. <laughs> I feel like there's a comment about that, like, huh. I feel like as he waves his arm in front of you, I got the I got the sleeve out of this deal. Nice. So yeah, you both have those tattoos. You're you can feel free to use them from here on out. Um you do ha- they are considered an attunement, so you have to put it on as an attunement. Um if you die, or if you choose to be unintuned for it, essentially the tattoo goes away and the needle just pops out. Sick. <laughs> so, cool! So that's all taken care of. Anything else you want to do before we move on? Uh, I think on my side of things, I think I'm good. Um, but if anyone else wishes to, I'm all for it. I would, uh, I'd say thank you to both of you. I appreciate the help. Now you can't leave. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Be like, you got a tattoo I'm and everything. I'm taking this tattoo. I'm taking this legendary <laughs> item and I'm fucking off. See ya. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think Ramon would also thank, well, he would thank Edgar for helping them out and kind of give like a nice little bow. Awesome. Well, you guys are most welcome. Any, anytime I can help, I'm more than glad to. And hey, we're 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 all linked now, so you know, not a cult. Um, <laughs> yes, not a cult. Definitely not. <laughs> a not cult. a cult. <laughs> Hashtag not a cult. That's I'm that's gonna... the episode title. Hashtag not. Hashtag a not a cult. All right, hold on. Let me write this down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Um, so we have that set. Uh, and the last thing I have down. So now our scene switches, uh, down the street from the, uh, from the university where, uh, there's a small pub, uh, where we find Thorgmir at, uh, having a drink. And, uh, Thorgmir, the, uh, um, uh, the bartender comes up to you and is like, well, I haven't seen you around much. What are you having? Uh, question, what, what race is this person? Is he human, elf, dwarf? Uh, he is half-orc. Half-orc? Half-orc. Dang, I don't know, I don't know orcish. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, anyways, I just kind of sit there and I just look at him. And I said, "Well, I'm uh, still fairly new in town. Um, just decided to get out and walk around a little bit, and thought I would stop in here for a for a drink and a bite. Uh, you guys got any specials today? Ah, uh, well." We got the usual in terms of beer. We got uh, we got Sam Adams. They're still around. We got uh, Guinness. Trust me, whatever the folks over in Germany are doing with the Guinness, it's or in Ireland, the the Guinness is fantastic now. Um, there's this new brew uh, called Red Claw that I'm. Uh, looking to get my get 
get more in stock of. I'd, I'd have to go check to see if we have any more. Um, Gosh dang it, Chris. And then we have our your normal assortment of liquors and such like that. But really, we, we have all sorts of different types. Um, but those three are our main specials for today. All right, well, um, if you have it, let me try the Red Claw. And if you don't, uh, Guinness will be fine. All right, let me go ahead and uh, see if I have any Red Claw. Um, so he goes into the back to go check to see if he has any. There's none in, like, bottles right up front. They don't, for some reason, this is the, this is the kind of beer that they don't just let out front. Um... So, can you make a quick perception check for me? Alright, we'll do just a second. Let me pull up my sheet real quick, because I think I do have a modifier for it. Perception, you said? Yes. Uh, 14 plus 2, 16. 16. Okay. Um... Uh... You notice um, the chair next to you is kind of like you. You notice out of the corner of your eye, your um, chair, the chair next to you is kind of moving. And as you look over, uh, you spot Sarah Maines, our little uh, halfling uh, rogue of the Academy. And she looks up at you and is like, like, so what you up to? Uh, nothing much, Sarah. Uh, just thought I'd stop in for a drink, see if they had any decent food here. I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the Commons has some decent enough food, but every once in a while you want something a little different. Something local. Ah, ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? What did you order? Uh, trying a new brew. Uh, Red Claw, I believe, uh, I believe he called it. Have you had it before? (laughs) No, not myself. I'm not much of a beer drinker, so. Not much, but, uh, must be a high alcohol content. I've seen a few folks get kind of rowdy off of it. Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Thanks for the warning. Let me... Look, yeah, I'm not much of a beer drinker myself. I'm more of a more of a bourbon guy. Ah. Um, odds or evens? Mm, evens. Okay. So, um, the guy comes out from uh, the back, and he goes, "Well, what do you know? We got one bottle left. Here you go." And he slides you the Red Claw liquor, and he goes, uh, that'll be... Uh, that'll be, uh, three bucks. Okay. Um, have you guys got any, uh, any food here? Any, uh, any food specials here? Uh, yeah, one moment. And he hands you a, uh, menu. It's full of, uh... The uh, standard fare, burgers, fries, pub food, that kind of stuff. Nothing really too exciting. Um, uh, Sarah kind of pipes up and goes, Oh, can I get uh, order a chili fries and a vodka vodka Sprite? That's right up, Sarah. 
It's not like I didn't predict that earlier. <laughs> I'm guessing that's your usual here, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, tell you what, I'm just going to be simple. I'm going to get the, uh, the burger and fries. Sounds good. I'll be right back. So, uh, so what brought you here? What made you go along and say yes to all this? Uh, mainly to kind of get away from my job and see something different. Don't get me wrong, I, I love my job, I love what I do. But, uh, after you see the same forest and same mountain range a thousand times, it gets a little boring, you want to see something different. Hmm. Well, you came into the right place. Let me tell you, the shit I've seen. <sighs> you know... Yeah, I can, I, can, I can say I've seen some wild things, but the wild things I've seen is probably completely different from what you've seen. Have you seen a walk and talk alligator? The answer is I no, you honestly haven't. don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, yeah, me neither. I'm trying to figure out where I can find one. <laughs> um, the the uh, bartender comes back with both your foods. Um, and sh uh, she goes and she pulls out her money uh, to pay. Um, go ahead and make another perception check. Perception. And I said that was a what plus two? I'm trying to remember this stuff? Yes, that was a plus two. 18 plus two, 20. The wallet she just pulled out is yours. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Give it back. Oh, come on! I mean, I was gonna, I was going to pay anyways. All you had... All I was going to pay anyways. All you oh, had to do paying. was just then ask you're paying right now. There you go. <laughs> I just take my wallet away. She still has the money she took out in her hand. <laughs> you see? <laughs> and she actually hands you the money back. It's like... Look, I may look young, but I've been around a lot longer than you. Keep your eyes out. Keep your wits about you. There's a lot out there that can shock and surprise you when you least expect it. Uh, DM, out of uh, curiosity, how old is Sarah? Uh, Sarah's in her, like, like 35, 40. Okay, she when she like, says... She looks like she's uh, 12. <laughs> when she says... Uh, I forgot what you said uh, it was that she said, like, I've been a lot, around a lot longer than you have or whatever it was. As soon as she says that, I look at her square in the face and go, I'm 263 years old. Eh, tomato, tomato, you haven't been in the academy for 200 some odd years. <laughs> that is a fair point. There are just some things out there that are just weird. But some really cool shit, too. <laughs> Come by my room later at some point. I, you should see all the stuff I found. But uh, don't tell anyone I took it, though. Took what? Exactly. <laughs> uh, and with this, I turn and look towards our, uh, our waiter. And, uh, how, much is, uh, how much is this? Uh, 
So the drink is three, the food is about uh, six, so nine altogether? Nine altogether? Yep. Okay, so I go ahead and give him the nine buck, and go ahead and give him an a $11 tip for having to put up with Sarah's bullshit. Shit! Look, maybe you can teach some of those frat boys how to tip. Jesus. And he puts it in his pocket. <laughs> um, Sarah turns to you and grabs her drink and goes, Well, to new friendships, am I right? And to new friendships. Clinks, and she takes a drink. And I go ahead and I also take a drink. Uh, can you make a constitution saving throw for me? I knew you was going to ask that. You're holding out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Please let it be spectacular. Uh, That is 17. 17. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it is. Stout. It's um spicy. It's like Why is it's it spiked? like it, it's it's not much. It's it's like it's like if Fireball was a beer. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so it kind of has like that kind of cinnamon kind of spicy taste. Yeah. Ooh, I do like cinnamon. So yeah, uh, you you you're able to drink it just fine. No worries. All those years of drinking bourbon paid off. <laughs> yes, it has. All right. So I think that's actually where we're going to call it for tonight. Uh, when we come back next time, uh, we just have a couple small things. Uh, last couple of uh, downtime stuff to do. Um uh, we'll see if we end up doing them. I'll talk to the cast and see if we do it or just want to move on to the next part. But uh, until then, uh, they've got a, quite the adventure ahead of them. So stay tuned for next the next episode of the Academy, and I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye! Definitely not a cult. <laughs> <laughs> and we are out. You are... You guys-